Good morning and welcome. We're doing another morning episode here um, on Sunday. Um, this is episode 122 of The Old Girl, a.k.a. The Sunday Conversation Podcast, um, presented by Loyalty Liquors, Dallas, Texas. Really not Dallas at all. It's the Colony, Texas, North Frisco. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's hosted by the boys right here. The same guys that have hosted it every single week for the past 122 straight weeks, because that's what we fucking do, baby. Aaron, how are you? Um, Benny, I'm great. Right. Consistency is key, right? That's what they say. That's if you build say. it, they will come, my friend. Uh- <laughs> With just over... <clears throat> we got to give a huge shout out because we just got our 400th million <laughs> subscriber. <laughs> you imagine? We'd be, I mean, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't uh, be working. We, we, we'd be leading the league in fucking podcasts. I think, right I think 400 million subscribers would make us the number one subscriber. They're subscribed to podcasts in the world. I don't even think Rogan has that many. Um, yeah, I'm good. I do. I do have a bone to pick before we get going. So no problem. Pick it as our. Is it a fish bone? Because oh, brunch. Yeah. Hey, last thirty days though, our downloads are up seventy six percent. So we're cruising. Um, <laughs> so uh, a couple of weeks ago, our listeners will remember me talking about me getting in that accident with that girl. And, you know, whatever. So my car was was drivable afterwards, and and I told the insurance company and the body shop like, hey, I don't want to bring my car in until you're absolutely ready for it because I like I need it for work, and I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be like without a car for too too long. And they're like, okay, no problem. So like two weeks ago, I get a call, and they're like, hey, we have the uh, well, I guess almost three weeks ago now, I get uh, a call. They're like, hey, we got the door. Because apparently I got to replace the door, which I think is BS, but whatever. We got the door in, you know, you let us know when you want to bring it in, but we'll be ready for it. So, okay, well, I'm going away next week to Martha's Vineyard. Why don't I bring it in next Tuesday? I'll drop it off first thing in the morning. They're like, great. It'll take about a week. I'm like, perfect. Cause I won't even need it for, you know, from Wednesday night until, you know, Monday morning, I won't even need a car. So it'd be all good. Great. Go to the vineyard, obviously, come back. Monday, don't hear anything from them. Don't think much of it. Tuesday, it's been a week, okay? Now, this auto body shop just happens to be directly next door to my company's office. So Tuesday morning, I'm in North Haven, and I'm like, you know what? I got to go drop checks off at the office. Let me go see what the status is with my car, right? It's supposed to be getting done today. I'm driving down the business park. I see my car in the parking lot. I pull up next to it. They haven't done a guess. goddamn has, thing. I was going to say. They had, all they had done to that Dances. point was put some tape on the doors, and they had taken the door handles off. So, obviously, I call. Uh, or So, I go drop the checks off. I'm in a bit of a rush, so I call, and uh, the girl picks up, and she's like, uh, I'm like, you know, just looking for an update on my car. She's like, oh, I think they're out back working on it right now. I said, well, that's funny. I just drove by 10 minutes ago and I was sitting in the parking lot buried behind three other cars. So I don't know how they got it out so quick. Oh, oh, I must be thinking of another Volkswagen here. Let me go check on it for you. 
So, you know, gives me the runaround. Eventually later in the day, she calls me and she's like, I can't promise anything. We're going to try and have it done for Friday. I'm like, okay, you know, whatever. A week and a half. It's only three days longer than they said it would take. It's not that big a deal. Get a call Thursday. Actually, I take that back. She said she would call me Thursday. Thursday, three o'clock rolls around. Haven't heard from her, so I call. Oh, Mr. Taylor, I was just getting ready to call you. Like, yeah, okay. Uh, so <laughs> what's heard that one before, you yeah, fucking right. jackass. <laughs> said that one before. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I said to her, you know, just, just looking for an update. And she's like, it's going to be next Wednesday. And I just am like, I, I said, listen, I know this isn't your fault, but are you fucking kidding me? You guys told me a week you're wrong by a hundred and what's uh one seventh is uh 14, roughly 14%. You were wrong by 114%. Like you weren't even fucking close. Like what the fuck? <laughs> so man, I got, I got, I pulled a Karen and I was like, just like rip shit. And I, the manager's going to call me tomorrow morning. I'm going to try and get them to wave my $500 deductible and just eat that shit because they are raking my insurance company over the coals as well. Other than that, Ben, uh, good week. Really, really good week. How was your week then, pal? I was fishing yesterday. Uh, uh, great, man. I mean, a little bit slow again, but I mean, shit, we caught plenty of fish for dinner and uh, I, I actually successfully caught the biggest fish on the boat. Nice. Uh, let's see. I was, uh, we caught last weekend. We went fishing twice. We got a big ass. Oh, some someone on the boat got a big ass grouper, big ass uh, snapper. Yeah, I caught all little shit. I was just like, you know, yearning for something that was, you know, yearning with some word. size, you know. Yeah. And uh, yesterday we started off a little bit slow, but got a got a real nice uh, red grouper and a nice snapper. Um, I think it was my biggest snapper yet. So that was that was always fun. Filleted them up, had an unbelievable fish dinner. Um, so yeah, everything, everything was groovy. My, uh, my fiance's best friend is down here, uh, with her family. So great times, great laughs. We're have we, we've had a, a, a lot of fun. So, um, nothing crazy, but also Aaron, did we talk about the palm pruning? The palm pruning? Yeah. We didn't talk about any palm pruning. Okay. Well, we're in business. We've done over 80 palm trees in the last uh, week, I guess, since we t- talked. Really? Yeah. Yep. So we found a little a little business uh, idea down here. A lot of, lot of old people in Mexico Beach. And uh, everyone's scared to get up on their ladders and prune their palm, palm trees. So um, we, we've been working. We, we worked all last week. It was, it was great. Felt good. Had, oh, to, had to get back on the horse. Yeah, it really is. Who would have thunk that uh, palm trees are pretty much just dust and bees? So it's really fun to to get up on a ladder and and trim trim all those palm fans off. And uh, no, it, it's good. The only other thing, the only thing I'll say about it is like, I mean, I'm a I'm a blue collar worker like through and through. Yeah, but I've never been a blue collar worker in the Florida heat. Like, uh, yeah. it takes a like, like riding around watching all these landscaping crews. Like, 
we're, we're very blessed that we're kind of like doing it on our own right now because yep. we get up at like six well i'm sorry we get up at like 5 30 we get out there by like 6 6 15 you know 6 30 latest and then right. work for you know a few hours until it gets absolutely scorching hot and then um we you know whatever finish up what we can and then kind of shut her down for the day but it's definitely a whole a whole new element like especially working in dallas obviously it's hot as shit but you know you find pretty much everywhere in dallas has substantial air conditioning Mm. and you don't like what the kind of stuff that we were doing it's like i mean a lot of time you're working on a convenience store sure you can be in you can be inside you know so um but it's a it's a good adjustment uh feels great like in terms of like the sweat aspect and just you know being out there and and getting after it but right right right, yeah it's a fun little uh it's a fun little thing just my my lady and i like how cool is that i get up there trim them off and then you know she's the expert gardener so the uh those things are not like palm fronds are not like the funnest thing in the world to deal with either no as a matter of fact um palm fronds are essentially just like razor blades so like the the edges of like so we got we got a sweet little sawzall um shout out to one of our big sponsors um home depot um (laughs) we got a a little cordless sawzall so like basically we just lean the ladder up the tree i ratchet strap it to the tree for safety you know because i'm uh i'm a certified uh 30 hour OSHA approved worker. I don't know if you knew that, People but uh, so I like, yeah. So I like really know what it's like to run, you know, a safe workplace. And um, so we ratchet strap it to the tree. I get my ass up there and essentially you can kind of like, they're, they're the one nice thing is they're kind of light. So yeah. you just start zinging it off. And then like, I let it fall, grab it with my other hand. And then try to kind of like throw it down in a pile. Um, but yeah, like I started the first couple I did, I did gloveless. And I'm like, this yep. is fucking insanity. Yeah. Like, nice, nice what job. am I doing? <laughs> so, yeah. But uh, besides we, that, it's fun. We had, uh, we had a, you know, when I was in California, there obviously palm trees everywhere. And so we used to. Yeah, but those are tall motherfuckers. Well, they still lose. They still drop their fucking, you know, fronds every so often. We so we had we uh, charge we charge extra for a bigger tree. Well, it's scary up there. Makes sense. <laughs> um, but we uh we used to have one above. So like our yard, I'll try and paint the pictures as well as I can. So, like, walk out of the yard, and it was almost rectangular, not super big. Uh, we had a fire pit on the left and then at the back, you know, so maybe let's say from the back door, it was probably about 15 feet to the back of the yard, the back of the yard, there was a retaining wall all along. So uh, on top of the retaining wall was where we would keep the chickens. We had the chicken run and then we had a garden and then behind that was a chain link fence. So behind that chain link fence was just like a, you know, pretty up steep uphill and then, you know, you got to the top of it and 
we had neighbors behind us, right? So that area was all palm fronds. You know, we used to throw all the stuff that would fall into the yard over the fence into there. So we had one of our chickens, Goldie, who went crazy and tried to hatch an egg and also met an untimely demise, killed by the two dogs, whatever. Uh, but tried to hatch an egg. And what she did is she would fly over the fence. She laid this egg up there. And she would sit on it all fucking day. And then like once at night would come down and eat and drink and then go back up. Right. But because the egg was not constantly incubated, it was never going to survive, but whatever. So like we started to go up there and like check on her from time to time. And the first time I ever went over that fence, I did it barefoot and it's all palm fronds. And it was, yeah, like you said, it was literally like walking through a field of broken glass. It was the, the worst feeling ever. Those things are, vicious not not to mention dude the amount like so right now you can see this the uh, our listeners can't do you see this fucking thing on my finger my finger swelled up to like double size and we can't figure out there's some sort of like poisonous thing in one of these (laughs) i have all these (laughs) fucked up things on my finger look at like that that's the middle finger yeah that's the big finger um it's like I don't know what's injecting me with these fucking <laughs> palm things, but there is some sort of like poisonous barb on these palms that it'll get you, man. So it'll get just you, beware man. if you know if you're ever if you ever tr- uh, trimming palm trees and shit, just you know wear gloves and, and try not to get the little poisonous barbs in your hand, and uh, life will be a <laughs> lot easier. Advice. <laughs> start calling you fingerless benny soon and benny no fingers um wow hey what a great little side hustle what a great little idea ben you know and it's like your good work has been rewarded as you know the the markets tend are recovering just the slightest bit um yeah only down like 400 (laughs) percent is that right i don't think you you can't be down maybe like 100 Because if well, you're down a hundred percent, you're down everything. Oh, that's right. That makes sense. <laughs> All right, so I, let's just say I was up like you know three thousand percent, and right, I'm back same. down to uh, you know four hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, just terrible. You know, you get accustomed to this life of being a yeah, no billionaire. Shit. You know, um, and the next thing you know, it's like. Oh, Shiba Inu isn't even exist anymore. Um, <laughs> Don't forget walking out of the Snake River Grill. That was our big bet. Um, I mean, not for nothing. If we we're just basing it off like a couple month thing, like I was pretty bang on. But. Yeah, you were. Yeah, if you if you only looked at like that three months from September to December, it was you were fucking spot on, buddy. We were we were on the path to being millionaires off of that stuff. Um, also, also this week, I mean, we can't, you know, be a podcast. Yeah, I was, mentioning it. I was, yeah, I was going to say, you know, a lot of big shit in the, uh, in the news. Yeah. Joe Biden fell off his bike. No, just kidding. That was last week. And we didn't bring that up. Uh, the, the overturning of Roe versus Wade, which is, is kind of crazy. Um, you know, it's interesting obviously to, so for, for those who are unaware of what that actually means it, it gives the states it's abortions are no longer 
considered a constitution or constitutionally protected right uh, and now gives the power back to the states to determine the legality of abortions, um, which is interesting. Um, and it looks like there's going to be the, the thought process is anywhere from 23 to 26 states will outlaw them in some some form or fashion. Uh, so it's a pretty crazy time to be uh, an American. Um, you know, regardless of what you feel uh, about abortion and as a to- as a general topic, um, you know, it's a little concerning that the Supreme Court would step in like this on, you know, really to me, what is what is kind of a non-issue and a non-issue in the sense of like, it's not, you know, it's not something that affects, you know, if you get an abortion, it's not something that affects the community around you or, you know, affects anybody really other than yourself and your partner. So for me, I don't really understand why the Supreme Court needs to meddle in it in the first place. Um you know, it's, it's this weird, you know, thing that we have in this country where there's still a lot of people who religion kind of dictates their, their beliefs and their thought processes, thought processes, thought processes on things, um, which I get, you know, people are, are devoted to their religions or whatever, but at the end of the day, if you're a devout Christian and your neighbor gets an abortion, well, by your belief system, that doesn't affect you anyways, you know, and it, it affects their uh, outcome. And so I just, I don't know why the Supreme Court feels the need to get involved and meddle in it, but and nonetheless, they have. And, you know, here we are now. And, you know, we, I, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen in Florida, but, you know, here they're still protected. Massachusetts are protected. You got a lot of companies that have come out and said that they will pay reimburse employees if they need to travel out of state to get one so um but yeah crazy kind of kind of monu- monumental uh overruling by the supreme court and a repeal of a ruling by the supreme court and i guess the scarier thing is what does this lead to next but I, i've kind of rambled on benny if you want to give us your thoughts as well i mean uh, like i mean i i i I think this is one of those topics that, uh, I mean, I guess it's, it's hard for me to like speak on it because, you know, I'm, I'm not a woman. I, I, I saw one, I saw one quote that was just like, um, if men could have children, there would be, or, or you would be able to get an abortion at an ATM or something like that. Just like, showing like you know it's crazy i mean it's just a crazy crazy time to be alive and uh, i mean not for nothing i think we talk about it all the time it's like i think this is also another it's just another thing that's been um it's a polarizing it's a polarizing topic that's all i have to say it's a polarizing topic so you know what better way to you know keep america arguing um yeah it's it's uh it's crazy uh i did see another thing some numerology that was interesting to me and it's like if we're a podcast we can just talk about everything but it happened on 6 
24, 22, 2022. So six and then two plus four is six and two plus two plus two is six, mm. six, six, six. And it happened at, Oh, um, fascinating. I mean, it, it, it's, it's, it's just one of those things. that's like, it's just weird. You know, it's ironic how it's like people, no matter what side you are on it, it's like, there's always something, you know, somebody, you know, comes up with something and it's just like, it's like, who knows? Is this, is this all part of the, uh, you know, simulation that we're, that we're in. And it's like, we're in the world's biggest argument ever. Yeah. Well, that's We've had true. COVID a war, um, you know, the Supreme court ruling, um, I, at this point you can't even, you can't even like, there's no, like happiness. I don't mean it like that, but it's just like, it's, it's like, if you want to talk about compounding the bad, I mean, we've been compounding the bad, yeah. you know, for a while now. Yeah. It's... There's no, uh, Go nobody's, nobody can be, ha- you know, I don't mean like nobody can be happy, but it's just that like, were we talking last week about like, you know, like the lack of news and how people, you know, just live and that were, was that, Oh, I think that was you and I talking. Yeah. just like via text you know it's like in the bahamas we were yeah, there for yeah, two that was just weeks okay yeah and i wanted to bring that up it's like we're there for two weeks nobody in the bahamas is is was like you know taking any radical stands on anything it's like they're fishing to get food for the day they're you know doing whatever they do if they're in hospitality they're you know, cleaning sheets, cleaning beds, getting, you know, ready for the next folks coming in. And it just like, it put into perspective, like this idea of this like island life, that's, that's almost like a life of living. Right. You know, it's, they're not focused on all these different, you know, things, you know, happening in the outside world that they can't control. It's like, you're con- you control the controllables take care of what you can take care of hmm. live be a good person all those things and it's like you see a lot of happy folks down there you know yeah. it's there's not much you know <clears throat> controversy in the sense of yeah maybe you know maybe some guy fucking stole some gas out of a boat and it's like yeah he's an asshole and like that's the kind of controversy it is but it's not like you know arguing arguing you know over a political thing you know that you can't control it's like yeah well face it face it there are too many folks in the united states you know it's like you can bitch and moan and and say all you want but at the end of the day it's like there's 330 million people if the president of the United States, which I've said this before, like can't, and I don't mean 
the, the current president of the United States. I mean, like the royal president, you know, you United put States. one person in control, right? The royal president of the United States, you put one person in control. And I, it's, it's like, you know, you if you take a group of five students in a classroom, okay, and you put them in a group project, and there's controversy within the five people, we'll now multiply that by the entire population of the United States, multiply that by everybody that comes into the United States daily, that's not even a United States citizen, you know, it's like someone else is fleeing their own country because they, you know, physically can't survive there and they come to the united states well it's now it's like they have an opinion here but you know i don't know multiply that by irene karen and wanda too um correct exactly yeah i i it's it's an interesting conundrum in the sense that as technology has progressed and we now have more global reach in terms of the people you can hear from and experience and learn from, but also the people that you can reach and touch and you just have more access to information at all times, right? And so with that, I think naturally humans become more interested in kind of what's going on in the world what's going you know what are the hot button topics that people are talking about right especially with the advent of social media and you know that being kind of where that stuff goes and lives you you become more and more involved and interested in the like big topics of discussion that are going on globally but with that comes almost uh ignoring the sense of community that we once had right like you think back to america in the 50s and, you know, everybody knew people in their community. They were active in their community. They joined community organizations. They were, you know, friendly with their neighbors. And that, that was really kind of the way, you know, America kind of operated. And now, like, I've lived in this apartment building now for almost two years. I don't know a single, I know one other person in here is in this building's name. And that's because he introduced himself the first time, first day I moved in here and he lives underneath me. The only person in this building, I know their name. So like my, my broader point being is that like we've become so focused on everything that's completely out of our control in the grand scheme of things in the big world picture. And that's everything we concern ourselves with. But the things we can control, the community, the, the neighbors around us, the, the neighborhood you live in, all that stuff, that now people don't care about those things anymore. You know, I, I walk around my little neighborhood in New Haven and it's a great little neighborhood. It really is. It's a as far as a city can go. It's a great little spot to live and you know there's just people that leave their garbage on the ground and you know just leave shit like this time of year is when all the yalies move out of their buildings in the neighborhood and you know they just leave all the shit they don't want on the side of the road and hope that somebody picks it up well you know so you're you're making a mess for everybody else and so we've just we've become so consumed with what's going on in the world that we don't care as much about what's going on at home and when that happens, you just see more and more people that get angry, that lash out, that, you know, create these undesirable environments to live within. And, you know, it sucks. And people cause more stress and anxiety for themselves by dwelling on this stuff. And, you know, the Supreme Court, they aren't elected officials. You know, we don't vote for the Supreme Court, which is kind of crazy to think about. But 
you know, we don't vote for the Supreme Court. And so when they go and do something like this, you know, yeah, it's it's a bit concerning, obviously, for what the long term future of constitutional rights are as far as they're concerned. But, you know, if you focus on your community and your neighborhood and, you know, just what you can control, you know, like you said, it just uh, I think it becomes a lot easier. Totally. So <clears throat> we're we've been groomed and taught and you know just I was thinking of like one, one more word like that, but like we we've been groomed and taught to to focus on shit we can't control rather than shit that we can control. Right. You know, and it's like you're talking about you know just just bring it like you know even back to the sense of like your car you know it's like right now the great resignation is happening because everyone's been everyone's basically been taught that it's okay you know the government has told us that it's okay to not do anything anymore like we'll give you money so now so you know bring yeah. it back to your vehicle it's like now that that auto body shop that, that was once bustling you know that could get cars in and out within a week like they had originally said you know they're down four employees you know they also got another you know employee that's got covid he's not yeah. allowed to come into work you know just like all these things are adding up like it's like now you're looking at i mean this is what we're what they've talked about forever and it's the this introduction of like ai um the tech companies you know now if you call that auto body shop like i would i would be surprised if i'm i'm surprised that you, you even got the, a, a chance to speak you know with someone i'm surprised it wasn't some automated person giving you you know a, li a list of of numbers to hit to to reach your you know, whoever you're trying to get in touch with, um, you know, it's like all of that stuff, everything is like, is connected in, in that sense. It's like, I don't even know, man. I mean, it, it's just like, uh, it, it's not, it's like being taught. It, it, and when I say like, when I say it like that, it's like when somebody in a, you know, a government position tells you something that, you know, oh, you don't have to do X, Y, or Z now. It's like, that's who you think, you know, you, you listen to that and you take it as like, oh, okay, I don't have to do that. No, you know, no one else is going to do it. And it's like, so now we're in this, you know, giant conundrum of of fuckery in terms of you know you got nobody that wants to work you got all these opinions you know and just we're in like a stalemate i mean you know draw talk. by stalemate one of the three ways right. a chess game can end by draw you know um yeah it's a it's a it's a very odd time to be alive be an american uh it feels like the downfall of the american empire slowly but surely you know and 
as a bit of a student of history. I mean, I, I feel like we're we're watching it in real yeah, yeah, time. Right. No, no that's right. all. Yeah. Totally. I mean, you 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 look at every major empire in the history of the world and they've all they all collapse at some point, you know, the British Empire, the Roman Empire, the Ottoman Empire, you know, every single one of them at some point or another has fallen apart. Uh, obviously, some have lasted longer than others. But really, when you look at the American Empire from going from not even a country 250 years ago to, to you know, now the foremost world superpower, depending on how you like, judge it. And not for nothing, like I would like to. I mean, let's talk about that. The bike fall, you know, At, no, like Aaron, for real, like, you know, think about our lives and you know all the presidents that have been in office uh-huh. during our life okay who we've had uh well you I and mean, i were had, alive for Cl- bush senior bush senior clinton, clinton twice bush twice bush bush twice obama twice. barack twice trump D- donald joe joe for the first time in our lives, we are witnessing a complete unable human running the United States of America. Like, not for nothing, the American people shouldn't see the president of the United States fall off a bicycle. Really, fall, really fall with a bicycle. Right. Yeah, fall with a like. For real, like, think about that right now. And it's like, you got to give it to him. It's like Donald Trump. Uh, he's, he's always been this businessman, you know? It's like, sure. could talk, all this. Barack Obama, one of the most, you know, well-spoken, you know, fit the part like a T, yep. you know? George Bush, old white guy, like made you know didn't make much sense but like made enough sense came you know? from a texas political bill, family bill clinton you know fucking Slick bill Willie. clinton getting bj's under the fucking you know the desk like yep i like yeah you gotta give it to bill like i guarantee you joe biden is has is not getting a blow job underneath <laughs> you know the fucking definitely not the resolute desk you know it's like definitely not it it is it is a complete and and i'm not trying to like talk shit like it's an incompetent human like he did this his little speech yesterday or the other day he he read every single word off the teleprompter he didn't even do that well like he was not talking to anybody he just was trying to read and at the end of his speech like a goddamn robot, he finishes the speech, turns around 180 degrees, walks back as all these people like try to shout questions who do we even know if it, like they weren't even really asking questions. They were probably told like, hey, as soon as he's done, yell, yell questions to make it like, you know, look. The guy like did a 180 and walked out, walked off the podium. And it's like, we're this is like america this is fucking america like <clears throat> people are smart enough to like to deserve more than that you know it's yeah. just like everybody knows he just read a goddamn 
a piece that was written by absolutely not him off a teleprompter it just seems so like untrue it's like everything everything about it is not like you know what america was built on it's like if america was built on anything it's like it's like at this point they think we're so fucking dumb that they can just you know it's just that's how the, that's how they're operating right now and it's it's causing it's causing some problems absolutely benny we're we're gonna have to do our first over 40 minute podcast since they implemented this time limit because i have things to say and we're gonna run out so i'm gonna stop this one i'm gonna call you right back quick break for the people we'll be right back insert fun festive elevator music now But I, 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 and we're back. Uh, I, I just, it, you're right, Ben. It's, it's crazy that this is the situation that we're in. I did watch most of that press conference about the federal gas tax, the repealing of the federal gas tax, which, by the way, again, is just another political posturing move that doesn't actually do that much. I did the math and I drive significantly more than the average American, significantly more than the average American. It on average is going to save me if it were to go on for a full year, which by the way, it's only going on for three months. It would save me $120 in a year. That's 10 bucks a month. That's not even the cost of a subscription to Netflix. Like, so it's, it's this whole political posturing of, you know, this, we're doing so much to, to try and, you know, help the American people out. We're going to suspend the federal gas tax. Okay, so you're saving people 18 cents a gallon, big fucking deal. Like the, the, and I'm not suggesting give out more money or anything like that. And I also don't know that it's 100% like Joe Biden's fault. Like, I think a lot of this is like we've created these problems and there's really no simple solution to bail out of them. Um, but it does feel like there is no real end in sight or, or anything that's going to make this better. And like, it's just, it's, it's disheartening to see our president up there. Like you said, reading off a teleprompter, not taking any questions, not having the ability to come up with his own thoughts and be able to handle tough questions. I mean, you're the president of the United States. You got to be able to answer tough questions. It's just part yeah, of like, the job. I think that the number one, like rule for, you know, becoming a, uh, or, you know, running for president is, is competency. Like literally, I think you should have to be able to, I think you should have to be able to run a 40 yard dash and you should have to be able to ride a two wheeled bicycle in order. (laughs) If you want to become the president of the United States, you need to learn those two things. Like, just like stupid shit. It's like, you know, if history is correct, it's like you had George Washington motherfucking leading his, his troops into battle. You know, it's like, Let's all go stand behind Joe. He's going to fucking lead us in, you know, I, I don't, I'm just talking right now and like, you know, throwing out hypotheticals, but you know, watch a goddamn movie. It's like the movie 300 didn't have a fucking incompetent leader as, as their leader. It's like, you know, right. Yeah. I, it's, that was, it's... That, was that was bad grammar. <laughs> The movie 300 didn't have an incompetent leader as their as leader. leader. Now, 
I mean, listen, Ben, the funny Speaking thing about of, the the yeah. funny thing about the English language is, you know, there are so many romantic ways to say certain things. And then there's just sometimes you just got to say it, you know, it's it's both artistic and poetic as much as it is brute force and beat your head in, you know, and you chose the brute force beat your head. in. it's the kind of guy you are, Ben, and that don't <laughs> get away from that. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's just, it is crazy to think that like at one point there was leaders of this country that, you know, fought for this country or, you know, were very competent, you know, you go back from the days of, uh, you know, FDR and, you know, I almost brought up like, 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 obviously we've only seen the movie and, you know, it's, that's probably another issue. It's like, we, we have become this Hollywood cinema, but like, even the way they they portray, uh, portrayed uh, Roosevelt in Pearl Harbor, you know, it's like he was in a wheelchair. He, like, it it seemed like he had a full like grasp over everything. People like, I don't know why. I'm just like thinking like of things that we've seen. Like we weren't there for it, but if they depicted it as that, you know, it's like. A, like well-spoken like hey this is what we're gonna do to get out of this situation type of thing or this is what we're gonna do and you know it's like there is no level of um like common sense like talk with with our current leader like there's no he it, you know you would never sit down and like hear joe biden come up with like a like a logical way to run a country because he he doesn't even have his own thoughts like it's not even he'd be like let me smell your hair or something like that like i i want to sniff you Um, and did you know that teddy that teddy roosevelt once gave an 84 minute speech after getting shot in the chest i didn't teddy roosevelt got shot in the chest checked to make sure he wasn't coughing up blood and then continued to give an 80 plus minute speech. I mean, is that's, that's true. I'm, that's, I'm yeah. Saying. I'm not making that. <laughs> I, I had to Google it. Cause I remembered, I remembered vaguely hearing the story, but I couldn't remember the specifics of, I couldn't remember if he got shot during the speech and then stopped or what. So I went and looked and yeah, he, he gave an 84 minute speech after getting shot in the chest. <clears throat> yeah. Well, what they, didn't tell you it was was just a paintball gun (laughs) i believe it was a colt 357 uh but you know listen we've harped on this enough and you know you've got you've got company and i've got my own things to do today so you know we'll we'll wrap it up there it feels good to get back doing a little bit of a longer one and now that we know we could do this maybe we won't look for a solution we'll just insert elevator music every time we need to take a quick break and and start back up but uh uh benny you got anything else no be happy and like live your life that's that's what i got amen i mean for crying out loud amen brother Uh, because hey there was a civil war before that's all i'm gonna say certainly um it's like that that's where we're heading so you got to appreciate life now because before too long there's not going to be any freedoms whatsoever so yeah at the rate we're going um well hey good chat buddy always a pleasure i love you love you bro